Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by going to RadioTFI.com. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. Over. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a payphone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the do virus. Do have the virus. Yeah, and change yeah, and your change behavior, your behavior so, that you're, so that you're not transmitting Don't think about changing your don't behavior, think about so, you your behavior so you won't get think it. About think about changing your behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. Well, thank you once again for that sage advice there, Professor Medley. And, of course, thank you, Gerald. And yeah, that was a nice little mix, a nice little curveball you threw the uh, listeners there today, yeah. We'll get into that in a second. So here we are for another edition of the Mothership Show, the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI uh, for this, uh, guess what day it is, folks? For this Halloween Saturday, October 31st of 2020. Of course, wouldn't that, wouldn't that figure that uh, Halloween, would we would be doing a Halloween show in 2020 that just uh, what could possibly go wrong there <laughs> from the northern command studio in egan minnesota i am john shannon from queens new york in the radio tfi executive tower where i understand it's cold and blustery and uh, it just even makes look it makes Minnesota weather look balmy. It is, Mr. Ed Van Ness. Good morning, sir. <laughs> Good morning, kids and kittens, ghouls and goblins, pumpkins and vampires, and everybody else that's out there having a non-traditional Halloween. Yes, indeed. We are here. It is all Hallows Eve. Oh, oh my goodness. There's the ghost of Gil Christ is haunting the studio. My goodness. We uh, we're here. It's Halloweeny. I've uh, I've gone all out with orange because it was hanging right there. It's cold in the apartment. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, we're happy to see you. We threw you a little 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 treat this morning. Uh, that was the monsters. That was the monsters theme song. You can't get a cooler theme song. What oh, a, I know, right? What a, what a, what a great great uh, riff. Uh, so yeah, we, uh, uh, we we're just happy to see you. We hope you've had a wonderful week here in the Northeast. We uh, I hope you're drying out. We spent most of the week inundated with the remnants of Hurricane Zeta. Uh, with and yesterday I was telling John off air before we came on, as I as I piloted my way out to the Isle of Long or Long Island, if you're not familiar, it was it was 
just about this close to white knuckle driving. Uh, I my hands were ten and two the whole trip. It was raining, heavy and steady. Fortunately, we didn't have the eighty mile an hour nitwits yesterday morning. Everybody just kind of kind of went along at about forty five miles an hour. It was one of those days that everybody realized, you know what? Today's not the day to be showing off. I'm not in that big of a rush. So, uh, fortunately, finally, after days and days and days of rain, it, it all cleared up in the afternoon. And lo and behold, here we are. <sighs> That's it for me. Zeta was a nasty little bastard as it came, yeah. came ashore. Holy yeah. Christ. Oh, yeah. I don't even, I wasn't watching the news, so I, uh, I don't know what kind of damage it did. Uh, I didn't it hit Louisiana. Yeah, it uh, came ashore on Louisiana or on Louisiana in Louisiana. In Louisiana. Yeah, it um, it it left behind uh, uh, it left behind a little bit of damage. That's for sure. Uh, one nice thing, of course, this was a quick. This was a a quick moving storm. Yes. So fortunately, it did not have a chance to do a lot of flooding. Uh, the the levees. Whenever you hear hurricane in uh, Louisiana, yeah, you know bad news yes, come up. And well, the levee uh, levee system seemed to hold up pretty well. Well, that, uh, that that's good to hear. And again, like I said, from our vantage point here, that was no quick move. I mean, it was moving, but it just dragged out. Well, by the time it got to us, it was breaking up, so it was all stretched out. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, back in the day, two thousand five, the previous record holding year. Wilma was fortunately for us. It was another fast-moving storm. Same situation. It was a cold front behind it pushing it through. So the bad news is you get hit with the storm, but the good news is it it gets through in a hurry. So yeah. you know, again, our our best wishes to those folks that affected by the storm, and uh, hopefully we can bring a little little tinkle of joy into your life, or some sort of a tinkle. Some well, oh, speaking of tinkle, I'll be. Don't say tinkle to an old man. Yeah, no kidding, right? So. You know, it's funny. We okay. We were talking. You know, we were talking about the rain and the misery index that uh, you were having up there in New York. You know, I, th- I think about this uh, every time I talk about those uh, hurricanes that chased me out of Florida, oh, so many years ago. <laughs> um, whereas um, the first one, uh, Hurricane Charlie, that I the first hurricane I'd ever experienced, and I to this day I feel bad about it because I piss and moan about the fact that uh, oh my power got knocked out for eight days, no structural damage on the house, everything was was uh, mm-hmm. everything was fine, barely had to pick up any twigs out of the yard. You had the frustrating. And, you had the frustrating experience. Right. Well, there were people, um, as I remember correctly, Charlie came ashore from the uh, Gulf uh, side. Yes. And uh, it did. It did some serious damage where it uh, made landfall. Yeah, that's what we went through with Wilma as well. Remember, kids, if you have a choice in Florida, always have your hurricanes come in from the Gulf side. That's no joke. It's you're going to be a lot better off. Uh, if they come rushing in from the Atlantic, they've got all that steam, uh, all that fuel with them. But anyway, our, our best to to the folks down there that were affected by Zeta. And uh, what do you say we move on, John? I say we move on. By, um, the, by the way, I have it on good authority that the phone lines are up. They are. 
754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. If you uh, want to get in here on this conversation, two-hour show today as for normal. What? What? Yeah, well, so didn't, you didn't get that memo, huh? Wait a minute. You do a half hour. Uh, so one of these days, we'll actually do a taxi stand hour that's an hour long. I don't hold your breath. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm not. Whenever you're ready, we've got the stock report. and uh, I am ready. All right. Here we go. It's uh, Here we go. From the Radio TFI Stock Market Watch, it's your weekly stock report. Uber closed the week at 3341 down $3.34 from last week. Lyft, meanwhile, closed the week at $22.83, down $3.22. As always, gravity wins. That's your stock report. John? I can't. They, they've been bouncing up and down these last uh, three or four uh, weekends like crazy. It seems uh, it's like. it's been a free fall. No, it's going down, down, down. Uh, there, there's no well, they question. They were up. They were up last week. That's what why I mentioned that they were up by about three or so. That was that was a few weeks ago, and uh, there was a reason for it. I forget. We talked about it. it doesn't matter right now. It, it went it went up because of. Um, because in uh, London, what That's happened right. in London? That's right. right. There. That's right. But uh, yeah, who knows with them? It's 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 hard. To, you know, we're all sitting here waiting with bated breath, uh, waiting to see what happens on election day. Right. Uh, yeah, for that reason too. But also, we we really want to see uh, if the voters actually have some compassion for these. Uh, for well, these drivers that have been well prop 22 is yeah. going to be very interesting and we'll be keeping an eye on that yes. uh uh let's see we'll i don't know when we'll be back on the air maybe we'll depend depending on our scheduling uh we both won't be back on the air until next saturday long after the election uh i i, I don't know that we can we can uh wrangle a uh a live show i as much as you, know, you were talking about it the other night and I kind of poo-pooed the idea, but as much as I would love to do a post-election show on Wednesday, we know how that rolls. That doesn't. Well, uh, what I might, what I might, well, you know, the thing is, is I, I do want to, I do the show on Thursday. Oh, by the way, that's the other thing. You couldn't remember what days of the week you did your show. You swore you did a Tuesday oh, show. Oh, <laughs> my God. I don't even want to talk about that. Don't eat. Oh man, are you? I do. I don't even. Want to. I do. I bet you do. <laughs> oh, you know I do. <laughs> By Thursday's show, even if we do have results, uh, a definitive result, uh, we uh, uh, that might be that might be an, a a good time to go through. So. If you could give me that creepy old man phone call on your way home from work like you Wait. did on, <laughs> on Thursday. <laughs> oh, my God. Sean Connery died. I just opened Twitter. You, uh, yeah. I, why did I, I, I forgot to tell you about that. Yeah, I saw I, it myself. I just, just now, 
Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Uh, he was 90 years old, apparently. And, uh, oh my goodness. I, I don't, I don't know what else to say at this point. I'm, I'm, uh, I, oh my I, goodness, covers it pretty, I, pretty good. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I, I mean, again, the man was was ninety years old, and uh, you know whether he was your your famous your favorite Bond or not, it's uh, let's uh, let's take a couple seconds. Oh my goodness! Well, and a fond farewell to uh, Sean Connery. We uh, we will miss you, sir. Without so here's a wow. Here's a question about about Sean Connery. Yeah. Do you think that? And I know he had a, a few other roles other than Bond. Oh sure. But for as a good of an actor as he was. Do you think that he might have been uh, typecast just a little bit as Bond, especially early on? I don't know typecast so much. Well, keep in mind that was a, a that was a franchise. So, uh, mm-hmm. and remember, he came back to that after leaving it. He came back to a yes. a, a quote unquote non official production of of James Bond. I remember that and. Uh, Look! Look! It was James Bond that that helped push him to uh, to who he became as a great actor, and you know, uh, and that's that's the problem a lot of actors face is they want that big juicy meaty role that everyone will remember them for, and then they spend the rest of their life regretting the fact that they had that one juicy role that everybody remembers them for uh, because they can't get anything else or people can't see them on the screen uh, without thinking about that. I actually, I I will go to the Hunt for Red October, and oh, that, I'd forgotten about that movie. And but that what, was a pretty that was a pretty good movie. It was a very good movie. movie. It was a very good movie. Well, Tom Clancy. If I I read a lot of his books back in the day, uh, but I was duly impressed with him speaking Russian before they trans. You know, they they did a little movie trick, and uh, then you're understanding them in English. But I thought that was a little something, something. Uh, look, he was. Uh, he was. Oh, he a, did a movie about Alcatraz too, if I'm not. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He with uh, Nick. Uh, oh, what? Nick Cage. Nick Cage. Not Nick Cage. Yeah, it was Nicholas was Cage. It? Yeah, Nicholas Cage. Okay. I think it was called The Rock. It was called The Rock. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, he was. He was the next. He was an ex-con, and I believe the storyline was he was the only person that had ever escaped successfully, or something like that. He was, you know, he's a great master criminal, blah blah blah. But uh, that's that's a shame. But then again, ninety years old, he lived a great life. He got to be James Bond. He was the first James Bond on film. So, you know, uh, talking about being typecast in uh, Bond roles. So think of Roger Moore. Did you ever see Roger Moore in anything other than a Bond movie? Oh, sure. He was the saint. Well, that, but that was before Bond. That, that was also in Great Britain. Uh, uh-huh. But that's that's where he got his start. Was uh, Oh, excuse me. Uh, that That's where he got his start. 
But he also, at the age of 58, said, eh, I think I'm a little too old to be playing Bunt. And and he right. left I, he he left the, he left the role on his own, uh, uh, and I'm sorry I'm I'm looking for something here as we're talking. Uh, did Sean Connery did did he get he didn't get booted off the role did he? Not that I'm a not that I know no way. not that There'd I be know. No way. Yeah, way not, too iconic. But then again, don't don't. You know, business is business. I forget what the story is uh, exactly behind that, but uh, uh, oh, there it is. That's the one I'm looking for. Let's see if we can't. You found the music of James Bond. My name is Bond. 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 James Bond. Well, that was all of them, but that's the best I could find. That was when, that was back when we used to have that Saturday uh, the Saturday spectacular. We'd play lots of music from different sources. That was the James Bond night. That was all the James I Bond saying, "My my name is I uh, Bond James Bond." I don't, who, who do you think, as far as ranking James Bond? To tell you the truth, after after Roger Moore, I really got this kind of disinterested in the. Uh, in the whole uh, uh, franchise, if you want to know the truth. Well, I, I mean, not to stray too far from uh, from Sean Connery here, which is who we're talking about, but I, I can't say mm-hmm. I, I can't say I ever had a favorite Bond. I enjoyed the movies for what they were. I, I probably went to a movie theater and paid to see them a handful of times. I would have watched them on mm-hmm. TV because, let's face it, it was basically the same movie every time. Uh, oh, and that's what Roger Moore said. He said a man of his age shouldn't be, you know, hugging up with the uh, twenty-one-year-olds in bikinis or or words to that effect. So, uh, damn you! <laughs> uh, I happen to disagree with him. Vehemently, yeah, you and both <laughs> vehemently disagree with that concept. But so anyway, I, and again, I I was just opening the Twitter to check some stories, and lo and behold, there there's the news. So. Once again, uh, yeah, I, a, a good life. I got the notification this uh, got the notification this morning, and I and as we were going through here, I didn't. Uh, I forgot to mention it to you. Yeah, you did, but that's okay. All right, so let's let's move on. What do you say? What do you, what do you think? What do you? Well, what what do you, else? What else do you possibly have that could be more important than Sean Connery passing away? Nothing. See ya. <laughs> Damn, are you okay in there? I'm fine. I dropped. By the way, kids and kittens, I have Tic Tacs here. This is not Halloween candy. Do not come knocking on the uh, tower door looking for candy. It ain't going to happen. These are mine. Oh, you, you cheap that, son of a that, you, biscuit. You, you, you got that right. Oh. I dropped one of my precious Tic Tacs, and I think it rolled into a place down my shirt that we don't want to discuss right now. Fell into his belly button. He ain't gonna dig it out right now. But I think after I went, the show, he'll, I, he'll go fishing after the show. I think it went a little further south than that, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. Oh, oh! <laughs> my, 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 my goodness. So, I got a, a, a little something, something wait, here. Wait, wait, wait a second. Um, wait, a, wait a second. Stop the presses. Check it up. Check the comments, John. Check the comments. Check. 
comments. George Lazenby. George Lazenby. One one shot Bond. Are you kidding me, Ethan? Are you out of your cotton picking Australian mind? George Lazenby. Oh my word! Oh. I, I never heard of him. <laughs> he did Truth. one. He did one Bond. One. One. I'm sorry, young man. As much as we appreciate your contributions through our little endeavor here, you, sir, are out of your cotton-picking mind, as we like to say here in the Northeast. And I'll just leave it at that. George Lazy. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) He was the token Aussie. Okay, well, no, 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 he wasn't. He wasn't Australian, Lazenby. I'm talking about... I'm just reading what I'm seeing. What? He was Australian? Well, he was the token Aussies, what, he, what, what uh, Athen is saying. I don't think that's what he's saying at all. It's what he's saying. Oh, he, he is saying yes. that. Oh, okay. Well, it doesn't... Uh, says yes. <laughs> I, still, I, I still think you're out of your mind. So so let's, let's just... Uh, you, well, you, hey, look... Look, Australia Australia is one of the... I, I can't make any Australians mad because Trump wins another four years. That's on the option, man. That's right. That's right. We'll be, we'll be doing the show live from Sydney in a week. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> John will move to Melbourne. I'll be in Sydney, and uh, and away we go. We'll all, we'll all learn to love Australian rules football and rugby. And actually, tell you the truth, when I when I was when I saw that, I know that goes. This goes back a couple of uh, uh, months in in doing this when we talked about that. But that was actually pretty exciting stuff. I mean, there's no break in real break in the action there. It, it's and it's an interesting game. I think it's more interesting than than soccer by all means. There's a little bit more to it than soccer. I think you're referring to Australian rules football. I am uh, referring to Australian rules football. The the number one thing that appeals to me about that sport and that league. Let me guess. Don't tell me. Let me guess. Go ahead. It's the little guy with the hat that goes like when he, when they score, they go. That's the one with the the flag. But I believe he's Uh, also wearing a jacket and a tie. Oh yeah. Very, very distinguished looking. I, you, you know what? I miss the days when NFL coaches all wore a suit and tie on the sidelines. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, but anyway, that's okay. Who's uh, the one that broke that tradition anyways? What's that? What, who's the one that broke it? Yeah. Well, I know Tom Landry was the last or one of the last. Yeah. Uh, I think, I don't know who broke it. I know Dicka started, Dicka was wearing the sweater, but he, but he also wore a shirt and tie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we could research it, but uh, I don't know who actually broke it. Of course, now it's, you know, it's not a thing at all. But, uh, all right, let's let's move on before we run out of time here. And I've got things to ask. Might, might have been Bud Grant. Bud oh. Grant was one of these that used to uh, roam the sidelines in, in – uh, of course, a lot of times, you know, they were playing outside at uh, Metropolitan Stadium mm-hmm. there. Uh, and uh, You didn't know what he was wearing under the parka. Oh, 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So remember I told you uh, on Thursday when we were talking about the fact that Walmart had decided to pull its guns off the shelves? Yes, I've, well, I've now been... More, Go ahead. There's more to that story than, uh, than I originally knew. First off, they were yeah. still selling guns. Mm-hmm. They were just pulling them off of display. Well, now they've gone back to complete reversal, and now they are putting them guns proudly on display once again. Now, as of Thursday, I saw that story when I got home, and mm-hmm. uh, they cleared it up for me, but now they've reversed that? They've reversed that, according to uh, uh, NPR. Um, Socialist commies. Retail- yeah, exactly. Uh, Walmart is returning guns and ammunition back to its shelves after removing them from display as a safety precaution, citing this week's isolated civil unrest. Hmm. The the retailer had instructed its stores on Wednesday to take firearms out of view to a secure location in the back to be sold upon request. This following the unrest in Philadelphia after police fatally shot a black man on Monday. Right. They should have kept those guns concealed just a little bit longer because I I have my I have a really bad feeling about the election when it comes Good. to that. Good. Let's talk about that. Uh, I was looking for an article that I spotted the other day, but look, it it, it looks to me. It looks to me like this is going to be a landslide. Uh, it's just that we're not going to get results Tuesday night. I mentioned this. I mentioned this the other night. Trump has said, you know, well, we got to have the results election night. That is that is a tradition started by radio and television networks that they call. The race. There is nothing official about that. Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely nothing official. And it's not until somebody concedes that it becomes. I mean, once I say, "Okay, I'm done. You beat me," then that's that. Of course, they're all looking at their own data and their own polls. And now, as mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, as we all know, Trump's not gonna gonna concede no matter what happens. No matter what, uh, he's not gonna concede and. Uh, and that, as they say, is going is going to be that. He could win forty nine states. Uh, Biden could win forty nine states and two territories. Right. And Trump still wouldn't concede it. Right. 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 Well, so uh, I mean, we're we're having record voter turnout, which is fantastic. And again, vote, kids and kittens, vote. No matter how you vote no matter who you vote for, no matter what your stand is, it is highly, highly imperative that you get out there and let your voice be heard because uh, come Wednesday, when I have these discussions with people, when I say, oh, did you vote? You're going to say, oh, no, but, oh, no, 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 there's no but. You just need to be quiet now. You, You lost your opportunity to have a say in these discussions. Now, we all went out. By the way, uh, I checked online. If you mailed your ballot in, and I don't have the website in front of me, unfortunately, it was 
it got lost in the shuffle this morning. But you can Google it and find out how to check in your state, uh, check your ballot. I put mine in the mail, and since I requested a mail-in ballot, an absentee ballot, if you will, to coin a phrase, I'm in the system. So the system has now shown that they have received my ballot. It is in the hands of the New York City Board of Elections. I am confident the USPS worked for me. It was a beautiful thing. If you have mailed in your ballot, no matter what state you're in, check with your local Board of Elections, and you should be able to find out uh, if and when it was received by them. Uh, for those of you folks that are going to brave standing on a line, I say good for you. I'm duly impressed. Uh, I've got to work on Tuesday. Otherwise, I would have loved to. Uh, now I'm glad I got the mail-in ballot because now I don't have to stand in line. Uh, what day was it? It was uh, Wednesday, I think it was. On 125th Street, there was a, a, a state building or a library or something. Uh, the line was around the block to vote, which warmed my heart. The cockles of my heart, which really need warming at this time of year. you got to keep your cockles at a temperate but that's another story for another time. Um, mm -hmm. I think Trump realizes he is he is on the way out. Because remember, you don't we we've broken all the records in a lot of places. We're at eighty ninety percent of the total turnout for two thousand sixteen. We haven't even gotten to election day yet. Just from early voting and mail in ballots. We are, we're busting records. People don't do this when they're happy and content with what's going on. Right. Okay, so. Now, there's a, there's a story out, uh, Bloomberg put something out that Texas has actually beaten the total 2016 right. count. Right. Four days before the election. Right. So, I, I mean, look, we, we all saw what happened in 2016. Uh, situation is a little bit different now, but I am I am cautiously optimistic of a bloodbath. But remember too, look a a, a landslide just gives uh, the orange meanie less to gripe about. Doesn't mean he's not going to gripe, but it doesn't mean he's not going to go to court with his army of lawyers. That's going to happen regardless. Regardless, uh, make no mistake about that. But. By law, he's only got to beat him by one elector, one electoral vote. Okay. Right. All the landslide does is go. See, we told you. And, uh, you know, so that's that's why I'm hoping for the landslide, uh, I, because I want to see this thing put to rest. Now, I promise you, as the landslide results start coming in on Tuesday night. Mr. Everything's got to be counted by midnight. We'll be saying, "Oh no, no, no! You got to wait for the other stuff. We got to, we got to wait for." Believe me, he'll change his tune. He will change oh, his of tune. Course. And he also is showing, without question, his lack of knowledge on how this system works. As I said, starting off here, it was never about you know uh, uh, the TV anchors, Walter Cronkite saying this person won or that person won. You'll notice. Go back years and years and years, every election night, every presidential election night, CBS News predicts, or uh, NBC News uh, is calling the race for, they're not saying it's official. Never do they say it's official. 
And even exactly. in, even in the past since 2000, they've been much more cautious about calling these things, especially as it comes to the western states. I mean, you got people in Hawaii who are still voting long after we've gone to bed, which is why I believe election day should be a 24-hour period that starts and stops at the same time everywhere on a Saturday. It's it starts at at at, at noon or 8 a.m. Or 6 a.m. on the East Coast, which would be about noon on in Hawaii, and then it runs mm-hmm. the same 24 hours. Checking out. Checking well, out. I like I like I like what they're doing right now, as far as being a lot more open, uh, as far as um, people mailing in their ballots, people voting early, and what have you. I I like the fact that they've got this spread out. Yes. It does make it a lot easier for for people who are working two and three jobs. Uh, it makes it makes it so everybody, every citizen has the opportunity, right? The proper access That's to right. the ballot box. So that this is a, and I hope they. You know, I realize that a lot of this was driven by COVID, but I hope they continue with this. Well, it appears to be working. You've got well, you've got the combination of uh, it's now easier for people to vote because the ballot is sent to them. By the way, in most states, it's not a ballot that's mailed to you initially. It is the application. Mm-hmm. You you apply. They send you the paperwork. You send it back. And then they send you the ballot. Nobody is getting ballots willy-nilly. And even if you did, there's barcodes attached to it, and there's confirmations. There's there's any number of things. Believe me, nobody's dog Rusty is getting a ballot. So. I don't know. I think that uh, I got a couple cats here that I think have more common sense uh, about voting than some people from certain parts of the country. But we'll. I didn't say anything uh, about cats. Cats are a different story now. Okay, remember, dogs have owners, cats have staff. Keep that in mind. <laughs> you know, <you're laughs> Keep that in mind. So, oh, I tell you. No, I agree with you. you I, know, it, it would you're, be, not, you're not lucky enough to have a cat. I've had cats. I've had cats. Had. Had. Yeah, had. We, we are currently on the staff of two of them right well, now. Whose fault is that now? And, and yeah, well, this is a good point. Come on. Come on. And, and heaven forbid you tell one of them to get off the counter. They look at you and let that meow like, who the hell are you talking to? I know you're not you talking talk talk to you, me. I know, yeah, you're you not. To me? <laughs> what, are you, what are you out of your mind? I'm comfortable here. You want me off? Move me. Which, by the way, my cats, that was their attitude. You want me gone? Move me. I'm not getting up. But anyway, uh, so I'm the bathroom who takes the enjoyment in digging up the squirt gun. Oh, that's just mean. That's just mean. So not in the eyes. <sighs> horrible, horrible man. So hey, this is still. I'm sorry. This is this is a battle of wills between me and four-legged poo-poo for brains here, as far as I'm concerned. The fact that you have to strategize against a cat should tell you all you need to know about this battle. Because you think the cat's sitting down and forming a battle plan against you? No, the cat just don't care. 
get just those two. You, you, you seem and to... it'll get right. It'll get right back up to where yeah. it was to once I walk down the hallway. You're treating this like the D-Day invasion. The cat just like I'm gonna poop, whether you like it or not. <laughs> so anyway, enough about the cat and the cat's poop and and all that. Uh, did you see uh, 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 Trump Jr. yesterday? Or I guess the night before. I try to see him as little as possible. I get that. But according to him, in regard to COVID, there's there's almost no cases at all. Almost nobody's dying. Nobody's dying from it anymore. And yet we're busting records every day now. 70,000, 80,000 people every day. Uh, 100,000 people in the last 40 or the last 24 hours. Right, right. But nobody's dying from it anymore. So, uh you know, Trump Trump Sr. is out there going on and on and on. But you know what? Because, sure, everybody can get through it like he did because everybody has uh, 24-hour medical care and a full, fully staffed hospital in their home. Not to mention when they do go to the hospital, they have the private suite with 20 doctors tending to every need and free access to all the experimental drugs that you can want. We all get that, don't we? Because we have social... Oh, no, we don't have universal health care. Now, do we? Yeah. <sighs> I'm, beginning, I'm beginning to wonder, you know, if it wasn't... I, I don't want to go down this road because that would mean I'd be... I would be not trusting the integrity of the uh, of the uh, medical center. But I'm begin, I'm really beginning to wonder... If and when he act, if a if he was infected at all, which I God I hope I God I hope I'm wrong on that, but you have to think about it. I don't know, despite what kind of uh, what kind of uh, treatment they got, he basically was ready to up and hit the hit the ground running. You know, three days after after it was announced that you know after he had his little weekend hospital stay. Mm-hmm. So if he had it, how long did did he have it for? Six or seven days beforehand, didn't bother to tell anybody, right? Did or was it just hey, let's let's all let's just make this one big ruse and. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'll tell them. I, you know, I'll tell them I, I was infected, and and everybody in my family was infected here. We'll all get in on this, and we'll all, uh, we'll prove that I'm the, hey, I'm the, I'm the chief commander. I, I can get through anything, even though he is uh, morbid, morbidly obese, and uh, uh, yeah, okay. I, I don't know. I. I hate only because it, there would be too many people in on the in on the fix, if you will. That's well, the only thing that stops me from full out believing. Well, that. don't don't put it past them. There, most of the White House has been lying for him. Look, when it comes to him and his COVID, he's either lying through his teeth or, well, he's probably lying through his teeth. He, he, here's the despicable thing about it: if he did have it, he had it most likely. My understanding. And again, not a doctor. I uh, I talk about one on the radio. Uh, not a doctor. But if he had it, he had it for longer than we suspect. And he was infecting people, especially at the uh, Supreme Court Justice uh, nomination ceremony, the Rose Ceremony in the Garden. 
uh, or he's full of beans. And it never happened. And he's just now trying to, this is, this is the last gasp Hail Mary to, to get, you know, to get his base to go, oh, oh, look, look, or, or the few undecideds that are left. And I'm telling you, you could fit all the, all the remaining undecideds in a thimble and still have room for the Chinese army. He's just trying to come off like Superman, look at me, which I don't believe at all. Either way, he's either spreading it himself or he's so full of crap. The one thing that's clear about this is he does not care about anybody but him. Did you see, uh, was it yesterday? He made fun of, of Laura Ingram, one of his, one of his, uh, she, she's, a, she's a suck up to him from way back. One of his most staunch supporters supports everything he says and does. And she was wearing a mask at one of his super spreader, I mean, rallies. And as he called her up on stage, he made fun of her for wearing a mask. When did you start wearing a mask? Blah, blah. And it's like, in the midst of a pandemic and your president believes it's less, quote unquote, manly. It's not, you know, you're, you're a punk if you wear a mask. This is, this is why countries like Australia, New Zealand, and a whole bunch of other countries have managed to, if not eradicate, keep it at manageable levels. Because they actually have leaders that care about their people. That's right. So uh, the more important thing we need to worry about at this point, I mean, along with the carnage that's already happened this past year, is what's going to happen uh, once once it is confirmed that Joe Biden is our 46th president. Because Trump is, when he loses, there is an, about an 11-week span there where he's the lame duck. I think he raids the treasury, grabs whatever he can, burns the place to the ground, and skips the country long before Inauguration Day. There's no way he he attends Joe Biden's inauguration. There's no possible way. He just can't. I absolutely agree with you on that. There's no way. There will be no concession speech. There will be no peaceful transfer of power. Power will transfer because no matter what he says and what he does, his term ends on January 20th. That's in the Constitution. Mm -hmm. This is not about... I'm going to stay. You can physically stay in the building all you want. You'll be escorted out at some point because you're not present. Well, they'll have to call the Oregon man before too long. And- yeah, it's, again, they got to they gotta fumigate. There's no question about that. And uh, there's probably Cheeto stains all over the drapes. Who knows? Um, <laughs> no, just, just be quiet. Yeah. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Which Cheetos did he mean? I'm not going to say. I'm not gonna say. It's yeah, a- there you go. Yeah. Oh, seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight. If you'd like to be a part of this uh, conversation, if you'd like to leave a comment, uh, you can always call and leave a message. You can text that same number. You can send a tweet. You can. There's so many ways. There's no excuse, none whatsoever. Whatever. Other than maybe a. Whatever. Yeah, there you go. Ever. Whatever. Welcome to Long Island. <laughs> There's no excuse whatsoever. You could either have you could have your tongue cut cut out 
and your fingers cut off. And you can still use your toes to type out a text if you need to. Boy, that was gruesome. Just, well, it is Halloween, you know. Good point. Fair point. Fair point. <laughs> I, I can't <laughs> I cannot argue. I got a little something here I'd like to play. Uh oh. this is Bruce Springsteen. Um and he wants to play. And he tweeted this. Uh, in the tweet, he says, we are lost. We've lost so much in so short a time. On November 3rd, vote them out. And then we've we've got some audio here. So I'd like to pass this along. Sit back and enjoy it. It's a couple of minutes. And uh, we'll see you on the other side. If I can actually play it. Hold on. I have the... Uh... It's not playing. So you know what? We're going to... We're going to work to get that. We're going to work to get that play in some other way. And that's not going to happen today. So anyway, where are you, John? I lost you, pal. I, I, I have no audio on you right now. John, I can't hear you. So uh, I don't know which one of us is going out. I believe it is me. Uh John, if you could, uh, I don't, I don't know what's going on there, pal. I honestly don't. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try to, uh, you know what? I'm going to play a song while I try to get John back on the air here. So sit tight, kids and kittens. This is appropriate for the day. Well, Dr. Ed will have to do a little editing in the uh, post-show surgery operating room. Oh, my God. Not sure what happened there. Not I actually I think I do. Well, all I know, all I know is all of a sudden I'm hearing clicks and dip and dip and all of a sudden poof, poof. she was gone. I searched the world over and thought I found true love. Hee haw, ladies and gentlemen! If you're not familiar, get familiar. That's just the way Very it is. So uh, hashtag Big Time Professional Radio. It's back. It's here in all its glory. Because uh, we ain't got time to do things. Well, it is. 
It, it is Halloween. It is. We have to throw in a few gremlins. That's right. So, I was just about ready to get take my break early there. Well, 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 well. Anyway, uh, what else are we talking about here? Well, let's see. You were talking about Bruce Springsteen, and you were talking about... It's, it's uh, unfortunate I can't play that. Uh, and I, I'm going to... Yeah, well, that's... Because I didn't have time. Again, I still have not been able to get the portable studio up and running properly so that I can produce the show out on the road. And I didn't get home until after midnight last night, and I was up till 3 o'clock doing what I, what I have been able to. Well, actually, till 2 o'clock. And then I watched TV for an hour. But uh, to, to put the open together took some time because we had some other issues here. The Ghost and the Goblins. It was after midnight, so they were in the tower. It's a big place. There's a lot of them here. There's one now. Why, who is it? It's... Wherever he may go, he's kind to every living creature. Grown-ups don't understand why children love him the most. But kids all know that he loves them so. Casper the Friendly Ghost. Who was Casper the Friendly Kid? And you couldn't wait. You could not wait to spring that. Uh... Harvey Comics did an entire comic series, a comic book, and a TV show about a dead kid. Who was Casper? How old was, what was he, six? We got a dead kid floating around here. It's not like Wendy the Little Witch. She was born a witch. She's who she's supposed to be. Baby Yui, my God, he's a giant duck in a diaper. That just sets off alarms all up and down the psychiatric community. The mental health industry is still trying to deal with all that. A duck in a diaper, I beg your pardon. And right now, the names of other people in the Harvey Comics universe, Richie Rich. Richie Rich. Why does a little boy have this much money? This is what Donald Trump Jr. believed, wanted his life to be like. Absolutely. I've run out of things to say. Ugh. <laughs> we got a, and we still got a, a whole nother, uh, whole nother well, we better figure out a way to extend the, uh, the picks segment. Oh, the picks, about, are, uh, picks are going to be good today. Oh, there's a lot of surprises in there today. Oh my goodness. I, I, oh, I can't wait for the picks. Segment. I'm ready to do it now. Let me put it that way. I am ready to do it now. I don't have my script, but I'm ready to do it now, nonetheless. And uh, but we but we will refrain. We will refrain. I agree. Because those are the and kind of guys we are. Fancy words. Seven five four eight zero zero chat. Seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight is the number. And I wanted to uh, 
I wanted to pat our state, this, the wonderful state of Minnesota on the back. We here, I played this uh, for the one or two people that were listening on uh, on Thursday night. Uh, we had four governors, the current governor, Walls, uh, who is a Democrat, uh, the, pre, uh, the last governor be uh, before him, Dayton, who also a Democrat, uh, Tim Pawlenty, uh did two terms as governor, Republican. And before him, we had Jesse, the body, Ventura. Easy, son. As our, Easy. As our gov. So he, he, he went from Jesse, the body, to Jesse, the mind. I do remember that. The, the original governor. <laughs> But anyways, they went and put together a little PSA, and while this was important and specific to Minnesotans, I, I want you to give a listen because this is really, if you think about it, how we should be doing this. What this is what we should be like in the entire country. This should be the call. Minnesotans, 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 Minnesotans. We've all had the privilege of serving as governor of this great state. But well, we may not agree on every issue. We all agree that this election is the most important election of our lifetime. Minnesotans are proud to have the highest voter turnout in the nation. And we expect this year to be no different. So make your voice heard and vote. Vote. Go vote. Our state is proud to have one of the safest and most secure election systems in the whole country. You can have faith that your vote will be counted. With so many of us voting by mail, it may take a little longer to verify a winner. And that's okay. It's by design. A delay just means our system is working and that we're counting every single ballot. There may not be a clear winner on election night, but no matter who wins, Let's demonstrate the civility and decency that Minnesotans are known for. There is so much more that unites us rather than divides us. Let's show the country there's a better way. Now, how did I lose you again? That's because I, I heard. You. That's because I muted on my end. That's why. Oh, you muted on your end. I yes, see. sir. Yes, sir. Oh, big time professional radio in its glory. Will you kick them freaking gremlins out of the studio? I know you like patting them on the head and everything like that, but they've caused them but trouble. They're paying rent. You know, it's funny. Out of that, of all the, you know, Ventura, out of all those, was kind of the rebel. You know the. The uh, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? The guy that liked to stir the pot, the rebel, uh, the Ojan provocateur. There you go, and he had one of the best lines in that entire uh, in in that entire PSA. Now it was probably scripted that he got that part. I don't. I'm not thinking. I'm not thinking for a moment that uh, that he uh, came up with this deep thought because. His deep thought process is about as on the same level as mine sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no, uh, I shouldn't say that. You know, 
Jesse did good for himself. But anyways, he had a he had a line in there, and I, now I now I'm paraphrasing it. But the the very fact that it's taking so long or will take so long to count these these votes is it means that the process is working and they're going to count each and every single vote. Correct. And I I think that that that's it's very profound and I think that that was a a great thing that the state did. And I don't know whose idea it was if it was secretary of state it was or my it was my idea. It was my idea. Uh, well, I'm not holding my breath for confirmation on that one. It's too bad. <laughs> it's really too bad. <laughs> but uh, there, it was a great idea to, to bring these individuals together. Now, I, I will say that uh, Minnesota politicians are a little bit of a different breed of animal. We have a tendency to be a little less divisive between... Um, Republicans and Democrats uh, here. Now, Palenti, did I did I care for a lot of his policies? Eh, can't can't say that I did. But you know, the thing was, is he was still he was still wasn't nearly as bombastic. You see, right now Trump has Trump has brought us into another another layer another level if you will and there are starting you're starting to see some politicians republican politicians who are starting to kind of follow that same that same that same trail or there's others who were once civilized who said hey look this guy here hey our president he's uh he's proving that he can get support by being a complete asshole and uh, hey it works for him might work for us too so I I like the fact that they got these individuals together it was civilized even though there was a pro wrestler in the the group no chairs were uh, no chair shots were administered um it was, it was a good thing. It was a good thing all around to um, to be able to hear those four individuals uh, uh, talk about their hopes for not only the election day and the days that the days that follow up until we actually get an official result, but going forward. Here's the one thing we're going to have to do here, folks. If if you're a not a Trump supporter, is that while we cannot just let things go carte blanche, we have to find a more civilized way to do things, or we're no better than the other side. Okay, looks like it's time to. Uh, Say goodbye for the first hour of the taxi stand. Two seconds. Goodbye.
T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio T-F-I. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah, and change your behaviour so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behaviour so you won't get it. Think about changing your behaviour so you don't give it to somebody else. My monster from his slab began to rise And suddenly, to my surprise He did the mash He did the monster mash The monster mash It was a graveyard smash He did the mash It caught on in a flash He did the mash He did the monster mash From my laboratory in the castle east To the master bedroom at the vampire's the ghouls all came from their humble abode To get a jolt from my electrode They did the match They did the monster match The monster match It was a graveyard smash They did the match It caught on in a flash They did the match They did the monster match The zombies were having fun The party had just begun The guests included Dracula and his son. The scene was rocky, all were digging the sounds. Igor on chains, backed by his baying hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the match. They played the monster match. The monster match. It was a graveyard smash. They played the match. It caught on in a flash. They played the match. They played the monster match. Out from his coffin, Rack's voice did ring. Seemed he was troubled by just one thing. Opened the lid and shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. The monster mash. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the mash. It's caught on in a flash. It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. Now everything's cool, Drax's a part of the band And my monster mash is the hit of the land For you, the living, this mash was meant to When you get to my door, tell them what is said Then you can mash Then you can monster mash The monster mash And you, my graveyard smash Then you can mash You'll get on and all right Then you can mash Then you can monster mash
Hey, guess who's back? Can you believe it? No. Ed's, Ed's scratching his head. He's, you know, because he was, Ed's sitting there thinking, how can I bitch about this? How can I, how can I, who we haven't been able to say this for a while. How can I kvetch about the fact that he is not here again? I gave him five minutes and he's not here. Guess what? I told you I'd be back in five minutes. I'm back in five minutes. To his credit, kids and kittens, uh, whether you're watching the video or not, or listening to the radio, literally, John sat down in that chair five seconds before we came up back on the air. Oh, I was sitting here in a mild panic because I, I knew I'd have to open the second hour again. I was going to talk about the fact that we played, you know, you, you knew it was coming, uh, Monster Mash by uh, Bobby Boris Pickett. Uh, and uh, you know that's a traditional Halloween thingy. It was an easy pick for for, for the hour to open, and a cute little song that you know. Look, as long as you don't hear it seven thousand times, it's fun to listen to. You know, a couple of times during this time of year. But other than that, um, but yes, John, John, actually, you're not only did you surprise me that you were in the chair for the top of the hour open. And this is not the first time he's done this, too. He gets in that chair like seconds before we come on the air. This is like one of those old DJ tricks that just something internally they know. And he didn't even know what song was playing. Yeah, I did. I saw the uh, I Oh, you saw, saw the, the card. card. Okay. But just the same. You didn't know exactly when it started and, and all that, you know. Because he got up as soon as the break started. By the way, John, again, my apologies for cutting you off, but it's one or the other right now. It's either you talking. When I say break, I mean break. So, anyway. Here, give me, do this. From now on, do this. Five, four, three, two, one. You got it, pal. With fingers, obviously. You got it, pal. You can leave, you can leave that one out, I guess. You but, got it, pal. Tell the people who we are and why we're here. Who are we? Well, wait a minute. Let me look. Hold on. I got papers. I don't know you do. Somewhere here, I got papers that say who we are and what we're doing here. Oh, hey. Hi there. You are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour. This is our number two of the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI and on the Radio TFI video streaming network, which includes Ooh. Facebook, which Ooh. includes YouTube, which Ooh. includes Periscope, Treetop Tall, Wall to Wall, and Treetop Tall, as they used oh, to say man. it's jargon. Man, man. So oh, from man. the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I am John Shannon. And has the sun started to peek through all that gloom there in, uh, in, uh, Oh yeah, it was out. I, I stepped outside earlier before the show. It's it's been bright and shiny since yesterday. Oh, since, okay. Since so at least you at least you look at the at the sun today. Oh yeah, you can see clearly now that the rain is gone. I can see all obstacles oh. in my way. That's right. So from I, that northern from that uh, executive tower, Radio TFI executive tower in Queens, New York, it is. Mr. Ed Van Ness, once again, good morning, sir. Good morning, everybody. And I can also see the donut on the plate in front of me that, uh, yes, I have been eating. If you're listening, you wouldn't know. If you're watching, eh, you might have a clue. But welcome back, everybody. It's our number two of the big, big, big mothership production of the Taxi Stand Hour here on Radio TFI, as I am desperately trying to affect my best radio FM voice, which I don't believe is working. Oh, 
You know, it's so sad as I used to think I had a pretty good radio voice. And I don't know what what happened. I don't know if it's just because of all the issues I've had with my heart. I, I'm not breathing like I am not breathing as well as I used to. That you'd be surprised. That kind of stuff makes a difference. It makes a difference uh, in your tone, I think. But I don't. I don't have that same monotone radio voice that I that I once had. You have a wonderful uh, audio voice. Oh, I yeah. do not. I, I appreciate. I, I appreciate it. But uh, now you know I don't uh, throw around compliments. That you know I throw them around like manhole covers. <laughs> I mean, let, let's be real here. Let's be, you know. Oh, so what the heck, what the heck are you doing? I'm uh, trying to get ready for the next segment, and uh, okay, the gremlins. Why don't we go ahead? And, why don't we go ahead and get into that? Uh, Not yet. Deck. Not yet. Oh, hold on a second. We might be there. Oh, darn it! I'm uh, the visual portions of this broadcast are uh come on now the 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 gremlins are the gremlins have taken over oh have they ever have they ever all right go ahead we can uh let's do this go forward here we can go forward beautiful oh wait a minute I, i need music yes that's usually part of this gig are you ready i'm ready I got donut in the mouth. This is why you don't eat on air. No kidding. No kidding. It's, it's very rude. Very rude. It's time for John and Ed versus the spread. Your weekly foray into the exciting world of pigskin prognostication. There's another week we got it correct. Each week, John Wide Right Shannon and I will each choose three professional football games and select winners using the point spread. At the end of the season, the winner will claim possession of the Radio TFI Gilchrist Ceremonial Sippy Cup. We are not responsible for post office uh, slowdowns. Speak to Lewis the Joy. Extra points can be earned by going for it with a two or three point conversion. If you have the nerve. Ladies and gentlemen, kids and kittens, it's John and Ed versus the spread. I felt like that. I, I just didn't have it in me this week. My, uh. So, anyway, let's start with last week. Last week, John had a fabulous week. Um, where are we right now? I think it's 14 to 12. I think I'm leading you by a scant two points. I, I've got just a little bit of a lead on him. So, last week, John. I don't think I've, I don't think I've done a complete sweep since we've been doing this game. No, you have. You have. A couple of times. So John swept the board last week. Um, and actually, uh, just pretty amazing, actually. And the one that shocked me the most was Buffalo and the Jets. I, I just was shocked by that. I thought for sure, 10 points, no way. Buffalo, and they came close. They came close. And the Jets just managed to squeak an extra couple of points in there, and lo and behold, uh, John also picked up two points. 
by going for it with Green Bay. Uh, good for you. They whooped up on, on Houston. Meanwhile, I went 2-1. and one. My Raiders let me down and then some. So let's talk about this week now. As we move on, here we are, week 8. John, why don't you start at the top of the board there and uh, tell us all about it. Well, I got to tell you, I I have, uh, I'm a believer. I, I'm, a, I'm a Brady believer, not a fan, but I'm definitely a believer. Uh, they, uh, they looked impressive last week. Uh, I think that, uh, I think that the, uh, I could have went triple on this one. If there was a game that I could have went triple on, it's this. Wait a second. You, you think, you think you could have given up 37 and a half points? I, I, I think there might be a, there might be a possibility. Hmm. But anyways, uh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to try to change now. But, uh, Tampa is, uh, going into, uh, uh, New Jersey there as uh, 12 and a half point favorites. I'm going to take the buck, the buck and ears and uh, giving up 12, 12 and a half points. That's, uh, I got to tell you, that was a wee bit surprising, but not as much as some of your other picks that we'll get to. My first pick of this week Pittsburgh visits division rival Baltimore, formerly Cleveland. I got to tell you, I looked at this. Baltimore's favored by four and a half. Pittsburgh's been playing out of their minds. I don't know how they're the underdog here. But also, Pittsburgh has been, uh, they're undefeated on, on the point spread. They have not failed to cover all season. So I got to give them, I got to stick with the undefeated. Plus, I'm undefeated with them. I've only picked them to win. When I picked them, they've won. So we're staying with that. Let's go to your next pick, John, which either one of the next two, I can say with confidence, shocked me. Okay, so the Vikings are going into Green Bay, and the Vikings are wounded. They are wounded like uh, you wouldn't believe. Uh, um, There's a rumor yesterday, actually, that they've already thrown in the towel on this one. Really? they're talking. They're talking that Dal- they're they're not gonna they're not gonna play Dalvin Cook. He's questionable, uh, and they got their they got their asses firmly handed to him two weeks ago uh, when he wasn't playing against Atlanta of all teams. Mm. Uh, so they go into Green Bay and they go in as uh, six point dogs. I'm going to take the double up on it, actually 13 and a half points. So I'm going to take the Packers uh, giving up 13 and a half points. All right, going for two on that one. Speaking of going for two, I'm looking at a, at a West Coast game, San Francisco at Seattle. This is about, I believe the original line was, I think, three. Three, three and a half that Seattle was favored. I, Based on what I've seen from San Francisco the past couple of weeks... I decided this is one I got to go for. I got to give it a shot. Seattle plays fantastic at home. Uh, I understand they don't have the the 12th man. They don't have the crowd. But I still think this is worth the shot going 13 and a half points uh, on the two-point conversion. So I'm with you there, nose to nose on that. Now, John, finally, your final pick, which I want to say, kids and kittens, when I got the text 
with his picks, and I looked at it, and I saw the line. I saw the point spread. I thought for sure John was going for the three-point conversion. Go ahead, John. Well, you can't go out. Go. You can't go for the three-point conversion when you're picking a dog. No, no, but just that I saw the number. The number. Oh, okay. So, anyways, uh, those New York football jets <laughs> are traveling. Are traveling to Kansas City. Well, they are pay- playing the Kansas City Chiefs now. The Jets are a 20 and one half point underdog in this game. Now, look, I love my Kansas City Chiefs. Love them to death. I don't think, especially after watching them in that in the first half of uh, their last uh, game against uh, Buffalo, you know, they, they weren't doing too bad. I mean, I think that a couple things went wrong for them along the way. They're due, they're due to get a win. I ain't gonna predict, I'm not predicting that against the Kansas City Chiefs. But 20 and a half points, I, I, got, I got to take the dog on this one. So there you go. You know, as a side note, when I did my, my personal picks, and of course, I pick every game. This I saved this for last because I just couldn't I couldn't justify either way, going either way. And I finally and again this is not for this segment, but this is just an FYI. I took the Chiefs. I'm giving up almost three touchdowns. Because I believe the Jets suck that much. It's not so much about the Chiefs, and they're great. I just think they're gonna get steamrolled. I could be wrong. I could be absolutely wrong. But I, I I don't see that one. I I don't think it's a bad pick on your po- on your part. It's hard to say no to twenty and a half points. It's hard don't to say. Don't be surprised no. if the Chiefs don't uh, don't rest a few of their players. If they start getting a healthy lead, don't be surprised if they right. don't, uh, if, if they don't treat this like a preseason game before <laughs> right. rest up some of their guys. Now speaking of people getting a start for the first time. In a rare, rare move on this program, in this segment, my final pick, the Los Angeles Rams find their way at the former and should be Joe Robbie Stadium to face my, my aquatic mammals, the Miami Dolphins. Uh, I am... They're not fish. I am confident, not only will the Dolphins win straight up, but I'm getting three and a half points Today is the day they start Tua. Uh, not today, tomorrow. Now, unless something's changed, I'll say this. I don't know what's going on with the Dolphins and the coaches. They're making a decision based on what they see. And I got to tell you, Brian Flores has made a lot of correct decisions right now. Much as I'd like to see Fitzmagic stay in there, he's been hot, hot as a pistol the last couple, two, three games. But Tua's got to get his shot. Personally, I think Tua should wait. Do some cleanup work like he did the last game and and just get the feel of it. But there it is. I'm taking my Dolphins and getting three and a half points because that's the way we roll. So, to summarize this week, young Mr. Shannon is, uh, boy, he's going with chump buckets of points this week. There's none of this single-digit point nonsense. Oh, no, 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 no. John, John found the biggest piles of points he could 
and uh, and jumped all over them. Uh, he's starting out with the Monday night game, which will be the last game we know about. With, uh, uh, when, when the Brady Bunch visits MetLife Stadium, and after beating up on the Giants at 12.5-point favorites, then they're going to dig around and look for Jimmy Hoffa. In uh, another shocking move, John goes for two, uh, as the as his Minnesota Vikings are what's left of them. Visit Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, John has doubled up, is giving Green Bay, taking Green Bay against his his vaulted uh, Vikings, giving up 13 and a half points. And I I, I wish the Vikings well. I, you, you, sure you do. Your, your number one fan has turned on you. It's it's sad. And finally. The game that defies all logic. <laughs> like we just talked about. The New York Jets visit Kansas City. John is taking the Jets and getting 20 and a half points. As we just said, I can't say no to that pick. That's It's just too many points one way or the other as far as I'm concerned. And when you look at the teams, there's a reason. Uh, I know the reason they gave him that many points. To get some action on the Jets. So people will bet the Jets. So those are John's picks. My picks, I start out with Pittsburgh visiting Baltimore. I'll take my four and a half points and, and slap those purple meanies because they left Cleveland in the middle of the night. San Francisco visits Seattle. I'm going for two on this one. Seattle's going to, I'm going to need 13 and a half points to win that one, but I have full confidence. Finally, my Dolphins take on the LA Rams in South Florida today. I'm getting three and a half points. I'm feeling very, very comfortable with that. Not today, tomorrow. Why do I keep saying today? Tua, whose name I still can't, last name I still can't pronounce, makes his NFL start, his first NFL start tomorrow. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, that concludes this portion, this portion, this episode of John and Ed versus the Spread. John, what is it we say to people when it comes to using our, our picks for, uh, for gambling purposes? Forget about it. Forget about it. Hey, don't you know do it. Don't you know do it. So tune in next week for the results and uh, which one of us is crying, which one of us is laughing, and and all manner of uh, good stuff. We were just going to stop the music just like that. We're not even going to fade it out. I, I got to tell you, John, I am not kidding. I am That, that Jet Chiefs game is just... It's yeah, not, it, it caught my attention right off the giddy up. Yeah, I, but and again, kids and kittens. When John texted me, and and I didn't see who he had picked. What I zoomed on in on was the twenty and a half points. And now, that's our minimum for the three point conversion. Is twenty and a half? I'm thinking, geez, did he go for a two and a three this week? Is he trying to? You know, uh, I'm still looking for a, for a nice soft. Uh, three point that's and that's going to be hard to find to go but 20 and a half points geez if i was putting money on the game i wouldn't i would stay away from this game i i just because the chiefs are pot or they most certainly they whooped up on uh, what was it denver last week by 27 yep. uh but then again, that could, have been, that could be what the odds makers were looking at. But uh, right, but then you've also got look, the Jets may surprise you. Remember, the ball bounce is funny. All you need is one good bounce, and suddenly the Jets are going to lose. There's no question about it. It's a question of how much, how much by. Look, there'll be a lot of people jumping off buildings on Monday when when the when the Chiefs fumble a ball at the end of the game in garbage time. 
and and it goes from 28, you know, a 28 point lead to a 20 point lead because the Jets score and, and get a two point conversion. They're still losing by by a bucket of points, but not enough points. And it's those, oh, yeah. and, and those are the games that get scary to pick. You know, three points, four points, seven points. Yeah, I, you know, those those are kind of. But boy, you see point spreads like that. That's just that's just scary. Well, you know, look, you're 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 two points behind in the overall standings. This is going to be there's a, there's a lot on the line this week. You could potentially yeah. take the, you could potentially take the lead. I wouldn't count yeah. on it, but it's possible. Just just a, just a couple weeks ago, I was trying to throw in the towel with this. That, uh... Yes. Let's talk about that for a second. Oh, my goodness. He, I don't think I'm that interested in football anymore. Because <laughs> he was down. I mean, I was trouncing him. Just beating the living tar out of him. Now he's catching up. Now he's winning. He did a sweep last week. And... Uh, you know what, John? I know one of these weeks you're going to not only sweep, but you're going to put a two and a three point in there and do the do the perfected, do the six points. That's the max that you can get in any one week. Pull ahead of me, and then you'll be like, let's do this every day. Let's pick more games every week. Let's do the whole schedule. Oh, you're funny. By the way, speaking of that, we're coming up on Thanksgiving, uh, Thanksgiving in a couple of weeks, and we will have extra picks uh oh we will huh yeah we've uh the, the past few years we've been doing this we picked the thanksgiving games oh that's right I so we, about that. we're gonna treat that like a separate little week and uh everything will reset for those three games well both obviously we'll both pick uh, uh the three games that day and uh that's just kind of some extra gravy on the points if you know what i mean Ooh, love gravy. Mm. Love me some gravy. Mm. Uh, so, I wanted to just as a side note here, uh, your 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 buddy, uh, your boy Tua there. Yeah, he is, his brother plays for the University of Maryland. Really? Yes, and uh, they they have Maryland has never really had that great of a football program, but they played my beloved rodents the minnesota golden gophers mm-hmm. uh, i can't believe it it was an over it was an overtime loss but uh Mar- or tua and the maryland terrapins beat up on my uh not minnesota tua. It, it wouldn't be tua tua's in the nfl he has a brother yeah but you said tua tua is his first name Okay, whatever his brothers, whatever the last name, I know that they're brothers. Yeah, it's Taglia. I can't pronounce it yet, but Tua is is the quarterback on the Dolphins, and his oh, last. Oh, that's the first name. I thought it was a nickname that no, they no, were giving him. That's his first name. That is his uh, first name. I... Wow. Well, I I stand corrected. As well, you should. You're talking about the future uh, face of my my Miami Dolphins. Yeah, well, this is the kid, this, this is the kid that they're gonna they're gonna tear down Marino's statue and build an entire mausoleum for him. Oh, oh boy, and a, a whole oh, diorama. Talking about the lofty uh, expectations there. Holy buckets! Or he could snap an ankle t- on tomorrow and uh, unfortunately be gone. So, hey, video, leave it. That's all, folks. That's what they tell me. That is what they tell me. So, oh my goodness, I'm exhausted. So, I'm exhausted. <laughs> 
So, well, this ought to make you. This ought to make you happy. Um, go ahead. Your 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 favorite uh, Senate Majority Leader says that the that Congress will take up the stimulus package at the start of 2021. Yeah, yeah. Screw you, Mitch. Screw you. <laughs> you know what? There's a lot of people out there hurting. A lot of people out there hurting. You got your three judges, okay? You got your three. Mitch, I don't know what the hell it is you're waiting for now, okay? You've been sitting on this and 400 other bills. You, you creepy little bastard, you and your purple hands. Uh, he, he looks like a corpse now. Does uh, he still have that going for him? Well, I, I hadn't knows. seen any recent shots. I haven't either, nor do I care. Uh, because he's really? about he's about to lose Lindsay, because uh, I I was watching a a little clip of a debate last night between Lindsay and uh, and his opponent uh, Jamie Harrison. Lindsay Lindsay's still out there begging for money, begging for money. He sounds panicked. He can't, you know. He's just getting. He's gonna get creamed. He's gonna get creamed. And I think uh, personally, I believe Mitch is. I've said it before, I'll say it again. If Mitch McConnell doesn't get defeated by Amy McGrath, I want to see him have to suffer in a Democratic majority in the Senate. Uh, and I want to see him retire because he won't be able to deal with it anymore. Because he, he is a pompous ass who thinks of nobody. He, he is right in the Trump model. He thinks of himself and, and himself only. Ask the people in Kentucky, what has he done for them in 35 years? Mitch is one not. Of the states, yeah, one of the poorest states in the uh, country. And, and McConnell's not interested in anything local, or you know, regional, as far as Kentucky is concerned. His thing was judges. He's gotten uh, hundreds of federal judges, you know, conservative judges on. He's gotten his three su- Supreme Court judges. He could care less about what the people in Louisville think, or you know, the people in Bowling Green, and you know, they're still recovering after the big Bowling Green massacre. <sighs> Yeah, that's uh, that's something people don't uh, Republicans don't point to. Uh, you know, they talk about all these prosperous uh, uh, red states. You know how oh, if a state's controlled by Republicans, it's hey, it's doing good. That in that 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 engine's humming right along. Well, it Kentucky has had a long history of being one of the poorest states. Uh, in the country, matter of fact, if I'm not mistaken, uh, their state is one of the, when it comes to receiving uh, food stamps, it has traditionally been one of the uh, uh, biggest uh, biggest state or as far as recipients because there are more food stamp recipients in Kentucky per capita than there is anywhere else in the country. You know, I I tried to use food stamps one time, and then I found out you can't mail a watermelon. It, it was just you know, and that that isn't that bad. And this here's this is another one that gets me. That one stunk out the uh, joint. Well, hey, you know, I I gave it its its purple or its uh, <laughs> its um, purposeful grin. Yes, kinda. you did. Yes, you did. But <laughs> by the way, Kentucky, as with every other state, they're not red and blue. They're all purple because you got people. There's people in these states. Okay, you can't go by just what the governor's party affiliation is. 
All right. You, you got people that vote all sorts of ways. Uh, this red and blue thing it boils down to simply the Electoral College, which, again, needs to go. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'm sorry. Absolutely. I, I, I cut you off, John. I apologize. No, no, no. I totally give you that. That's. Hey, before we uh, before we uh, drift off into uh, semi-consciousness here, uh, don't forget, kids and kittens, if you're out in California, vote no on Prop 22. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, we're a little behind on our news on that. And, you know, we'll be keeping a close eye on that. Uh, follow Soul Cab on the Twitter and uh, Taxi Dave, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They'll, they'll be keeping everybody up to date with what's going on. Big uh, big taxi protest here in New York the other day. Uh, a lot of yellow medallion oh, really? cabs blocked traffic. And I, I, I mean they got to do what they got to do. They're looking for loan forgiveness. I mean, some of these guys are, will never repay these medallion loans, ever. I mean, they were going to have a hard time to begin with. But, you know, they they just simply don't have the value. You can't, you can't even sell a medallion anymore. Well, I'm sure you can, but certainly not for, for what you put into it. You know, if you paid 700 grand for it, you'd be lucky to get, I don't even know, 150000 out of it now. I, I just can't, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, they, they took some time here a couple of days ago. I think in the 20-minute window where we where it wasn't pouring rain last week. And uh, well, so. I'm, ha- I'm happy for uh, people in New York, the drivers in New York, the drivers who are still trying to, you know, they're resisting the efforts or not, not the effort, the impulse to th- throw it all in and, and uh, join join them on the dark side and whatnot. Uh, these, they're, they're better people than I am because I know that, uh, like I said, um, it, got, it got to be th- things were... Uh, I, I don't know if things were... It, it, it's funny... Uh, as I was sitting here just kind of babbling on, I, I, I was thinking to myself, you know, things were kind of, things were bad enough for me last uh, uh, last year to, you know, decide to um, uh, go on the dark side for a little bit. And I got to say that things are, are even worse uh, th- this last summer. And it, it it is I tell you the only thing that's keeping me afloat right now is the fact that um, we've taken on an account where we're we're transporting uh, uh, known and suspected uh, COVID cases and it, it's like selling your soul just to just to uh, you know to make a little extra money and um, but. Uh, without having that and without some of the money that I make for training drivers, um, I don't know what I would do. Right. Um, you were saying about uh, taxi drivers here in New York who are resisting the urge to go to the dark side. There's nothing on the dark side. There, There's precious little money to be made there. Their, their, their fares are, are less. And I, I mean, not just the amounts, the money amounts, but also... Uh, the amount of work that they have it's uh 
And Uber's taken more and more and more almost on a daily basis, a higher and higher percentage. So, I, I mean, taxi garages right now are practically giving giving cars away as far as a weekly lease goes. Uh, there's one, there's a garage a few blocks from me here uh, that I drove one shift out of. And as of about a month or so ago, good-sized lot, too, they had cars literally spilling out into the street. You couldn't, there was barely enough room to walk through the lot to the garage, let alone, you couldn't get a car in there. I went by the other day, and uh, I hope that they've rented some of these cars out, because now there's actually a path to the garage that you can drive a car down. But I get a feeling they just they just got rid of the vehicles. And, you know, remember, every medallion that gets taken off the road, that's somebody has put a half a million, million dollars into just just the medallion itself. Huge investments, huge investments that, you know, look, we, we've gone down, and I, excuse me, we've gone down the Uber path and et cetera, et cetera. We've talked about that ad nauseum. So hopefully, oh, it's time to remove the sweatshirt. It's getting warm. <laughs> See, I was warm. No sooner do I take off the sweatshirt, I got to chill. So I just something I, I just when we were talking about this just reminded me of something here. Our friend uh, from up in the Great White North, uh, Christine Hubbard, uh, the general manager, Queen of All Hacks, uh, Queen of All Hacks, uh, Beck Taxi up there in Toronto, tweeted something that I thought was uh, I haven't had a chance to confirm this. I haven't seen any other news on it. But I could pretty much think you could take it as golden if Christine says it. But apparently, I think it's Lyft that is actually offering uh, their drivers a more fares if they agree to take uh, less money uh, for the <laughs> for these rides. Man, in other words, they can stay busier. They could get a a bigger chunk of the total amount of rides. In other words, we're going to give you more donuts, but we're going to take we're going to keep half of the donut. This is yeah. this, this is just the grift. This is the dispatcher grift. You go in you slip slip a 5 to the dispatcher so he remembers your number on the radio and he takes care of you. That's all this is. And now for the company itself to be saying, "You know what? You slide us a little something. Uh we'll pay you less, but we'll keep you busy." What, 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 I, I, I mean, again, it's starting to look like, is there any, any depth that these companies won't go to? And apparently the answer is no, no, I hadn't heard that. That is, that is crazy. Yeah, that was on uh, Christine's Twitter feed uh, early, or early last week. Um. Now he's digging. Now he's digging. Now he's digging. Now he's no, digging. no, no, no. It's got nothing to do with with this. This is something completely different. Oh. Okay, I, I thought you were. I, I and I don't know why I didn't bring. I haven't really brought that up in the last in the last couple of shows. And it actually made a nice little uh, topic for me when there have been times when I've been stuttering and stammering for things to talk about. Hamana, 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 hamana. Yeah, exactly, exactly. 
So did you get a chance to hear any of that uh, uh, part of the show that uh, I did on, on Monday? Yes, yes. Monday night last week? Uh, I believe I did. Did you? I I covered this a little bit, and I, I this is one of those things that I don't pretend to know a lot about anything, to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and John, comes, John, to your credit, and you prove it on a weekly basis. I, I know, right? And we applaud you for that. And thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> but I had a friend on Facebook here that... Uh, you know, she come right on. You guys, that all you guys talk about is politics. And I, well, we mix in some stuff from the taxi industry and we, sometimes we just talk about nothing but nonsense. But, so she is, I believe the term that she, that she uses, she's bisexual. Okay. And um, so she asked, "Do I do I ever co- cover any any issues when it comes to the LGBTQ community?" And to be honest, we haven't. You and I really, when it comes right down to it, you and I really haven't talked much about it. Well, you like to keep things private because I know you've said to me, you know, hey, "Gee, Ed, I'm not gay, but my boyfriend is," and you know, so I play that close to the vest. And I, you didn't think you were getting away with that one. That I wasn't going to make some. What, what's that? What's that you like to say? Uh, I'm not gay, but twenty dollars is twenty dollars. Twenty bucks is twenty bucks. That's right. That's right. Twenty <laughs> bucks is twenty bucks. Oh, okay. Gay for pay, man. What, gay for pay. what you what what you say can be used against you in the court of the taxi stand, and, and it most certainly will be. And I would encourage <laughs> such use. So, does she want us to do a, a topic show? Is uh, well. It, it was funny because this completely slipped under the uh, slipped under the radar for me. But Coney Dog, you know, when she was going through her her uh, confirmation process or coronation, I, yeah, well, there, yeah, that's probably more like it. Uh, everybody was talking about the ACA, and everybody was uh, talking about um, um, oh, what the hell now. Oh, about the election and about how right. having, you know, having that many Trump appointees in the uh, Supreme court, court could bend the court in his fate, you know, bend uh, a court decision in his favor. Right. If, um, if the election results go to the Supreme Court. Right. Um, there's one other thing, too, that there was... Um, Oh, excuse me. No, the other one was uh, Roe v. Wade. Right. You want to hear my bad joke about that? That will piss people off? Go ahead. I thought Roe v. Wade was an argument about how to cross a river. Oh, cards and letters, folks. (laughs) I I think I'm just going to put the address up here and let people. It's probably not a bad idea. Yeah, you're right. You're right. When you're right, you're right. Oh, so, but she pointed out to me that uh, there could be a lot of things lost by the uh, by the gay community when it comes to mm-hmm. their rights, the rights, uh, uh, marriage rights, for one thing. Even though, even though this the the uh, 
this staunch uh, uh, this staunch Catholic, you know, her spiritual leader just said, "Hey, well, wait a minute. I uh, I'm uh, I'm in favor of uh, of uh, civil unions." Oh, you're talking about Pope Frankie? Yeah, of course. Frankie's okay. Yeah. Here's the just just to respond to to this person, just in general, as far as uh, gay rights and all that go, uh, I like to think that first off we don't talk about it because it doesn't bother us. Uh, when it you know it it has come up organically in conversations, but it is not something that uh, sticks in the craw of either one of us. Uh, neither one of us are gay. John is, but. Uh, but I don't think we have any trouble. I, I know. I, I believe I'm, I'm comfortable speaking for John on this. Uh, gay people just like didn't like to kiss different people than I do. You know, look, it, it is what it is. And uh, uh, some things have come up in the news. We talk about it. But to do, there's no dissension between John and I on this topic. So it, to to do a show about it. I'm all for gay rights. I believe I believe everybody has the right to be just as miserable as I am. You know, uh, you by all means. Uh, you know, I've got no problem with that. Go do your thing. You know, if that's who you like, that's who you like. I, I can't control that. Nobody can. But as far as uh, the content of this show, if you happen to be listening, what, what was the person's name? Do you do you recall? John? Her name is Bob. Her first name is Barb. Barb, Barb, if you happen to be listening, uh, bear in mind the format of this show, as I have to remind John on an almost daily basis. It is the Taxi Stand Hour. Don't let that word taxi in the in the title fool you. Uh, it's the two words, taxi stand. As former cab drivers, as any cab driver will tell you, when you pull onto a taxi stand, you're going to talk about, mm, good chance you'll be talking about the taxi industry and what's going on in your city, in your company, with other drivers, or the conversation can go pretty much anywhere. Pretty much. Exactly. And it has, it will, and it does. In our case, it doesn't veer off into, we don't normally set about on topics. On our Saturday show, we have a general, we're going to talk some politics. We're going to talk about whatever's uh, newsworthy, in the taxi industry, which again we've explained before, unlike politics, the the things in the taxi industry are not changing day to day. We can talk about every every case of an Uber or a taxi driver who's committed a crime, but that's going to get old after a while. Then it just becomes the taxi blotter, the cop, the police blotter. Uh, right. If somebody were to call us and you want to have a discussion about gay rights, by all means, you know. Call from a payphone. You can call collect. That's how we. That's how we roll here. We don't discriminate against that. We hate everybody. Uh, but personally, we have nothing to say about it because it, it's we 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 talk about things that are bothering us for the most part. For the most part, uh, you know that's what gets under people's skin. This is why you have this outpouring of early voting. Because people don't get up and wait in lines for eight hours when they're happy. When they're happy about the way the situation is. They're up and about because they are furious. They want change. And again, Barb, call the show. Send us a tweet. Send us an email. 
We'll, 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 we'll discuss whatever it is you want to discuss. Maybe you can educate us on something. I happen to work in an industry and have for many, 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 many years. And not just the taxi industry. Hell, I worked in the Broadway theaters when I was younger. You learn really fast. You become very accepting of the gay community or you're, it's just not going to be comfortable. Uh, and again, I'm, I'm working in, in film and TV and entertainment again. You know what? Lots of gay people around me. If they're doing their job, I'm doing my job. It doesn't it doesn't phase me one iota that people are who they are. Believe me, there's a lot of straight people that annoy me more than than gay people. But again, you want to talk about LGBTQ? Uh, and I apologize for whatever letters I left. Are there any letters left that we haven't attached on to the end of that? That's uh, that is. I I played a little bit of. Uh, well, I played that clip. Here and it uh, for the life of me, I can't now. You know, I can't remember the extra ones myself, the extra letters and what they mean. But um, there's a handful. There's about eight or nine letters now. Be that as be that as it may, Barb, call us if you have something you'd like to discuss. We're happy. We will broach any subject, and we will. You will be absolutely amazed about how little we know about so many things. There's a vast array of topics that we know nothing about, but that would be interested in learning. But that wouldn't stop us from talking about it. Oh, absolutely! No, (laughs) you're you're chopping out there, John. You just froze up. Okay, our uh, we we just lost John's feed there momentarily. He's rebooting, but yes, Barb. But oh, look at that! Look at that! We both dropped out there. John is still. Uh, frozen. We cannot hear him. But Barb, I'm still going out on the radio. I know that. So, Barb, yeah, give us a call, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428. We will, oh, look at me. There I go off the video. We will be happy to uh, have a conversation with you. Look at that. We made it almost this far. Almost this far. And now... These gremlins, you hadn't kicked them. You didn't kick them. Okay, uh, if you're listening on the radio or the audio, we just we just lost our video feed. We're going to try to get back onto that. In the meantime, uh, I am Ed. John is on the other side of the div- Great Divide. He probably isn't aware that we're uh, we're having a problem here, so we're going to try to get back onto onto the station. Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! It is not letting us do it. Uh, we seem to have lost. We seem to have lost our Streamyard collection. So connection, I should say. So, what we're going to do here is we're, we're just going to we're just going to close it out, kids and kittens, on the radio side. Uh, I am Ed Van S for John Shannon. Uh, let's get this going. Like I said, for John Shannon, I'm Ed Van S. He's got the money. See ya. Talk too much.
dear Yes, I'm listening 